of course, completely hypothetical, mm. but let's say I'm putting together an investment fund. Mm. I come to link to lenders and I say, of course, it would be taking money from external investors, of course, hypothetically, of course, be licensed by the FAC, right? Mm. FAC. So I come to you now, I say, Jason, of course, using real estate as the underlying asset. I said, Jason, I want 30 properties right now. Mm. Is it a case that LinkedIn lenders can handle any amount of property requests in a, any particular time? Or is it a case where you have a quota, like almost per transaction? I, I'm not sure exactly in terms of what angle you're right. talking from. So I am the entity. I'm an entity. I, I started at right. LLC. I come to LinkedIn lenders mm -hmm. as an LLC, not as, right. not as a person. Right. Okay, fine. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I come to you and I say, I, I go on a website and I want to purchase 30 properties. Right. I'm asking, is it a case where I have to limit the amount of requests? No, for the absolutely or, not. So you don't, no, not at all. There's no. Be because we have such a large um, broker agent network of realtors, for example, yeah. we can then put you on to the right persons, then, in other words, that can help you to find a property, mm -hmm. even if you're not looking at, on, our, on our site. If that's the question that you're asking, then, in other words, to put the pieces of that person together for right. you too, as well. Mm -hmm. So the team, so fr from, a, from a core standpoint, the company is still a relatively small company. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because we're supported by the technology, you don't need to have a billion people doing it necessarily. Um, although we hope to get to a billion people one day, mm -hmm. but the extended family then of affiliated um, professionals mm -hmm. is who comes in and then makes the process simpler for right. for provides that support as a backup. Correct, right? Mm -hmm. So at the same time, even to spin it back to your personal side, mm -hmm. the traits that you've exhibited coming up to say that you've always loved public speaking mm -hmm. and you're putting yourself out there. This business involves a lot of relationships, a right. lot of dealing with persons. How would you say that your personal traits have helped you to progress this business into what it is today? Right. You know, as I said to you earlier about being being a quote unquote CEO, I actually hate that term, to be honest with really? you. Really? The, the reason why I hate the term, I think it's just, I think it's a lot of, a lot of fluff, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when you, when you become the CEO of an Apple or a Microsoft, then you are a real chief executive officer, you know, mm. that kind of way, which is, which is great. But at this level, when you have a small business in a small market, I think you have to be chief cook and bottle washer then, in other uh, words. But, That's you, what you but really it won't remain to. small. No, no, it won't remain small, you know. I just, I, I, just, I just don't like the terminology from the sense that, mm -hmm. you know, it, it gives people this false sense of belief that, oh, because I'm the CEO, no, I sit on this high chair and you sit down there. Mm -hmm. it, it just don't work that way. You know, that mm -hmm. kind of way. If you guys follow successful people like a Elon Musk. He changed his title. Right. For example, yeah. And, and and some other guys, if you look at the guys who run Google and those companies, they stepped away. Microsoft, so Bill Gates. So yeah. Right. Step mm -hmm. away from those roles as CEO and give it to somebody else mm -hmm. because you may have a passion for doing something else like the relationships mm -hmm. you know that kind of way because the ceo is responsible for your staff getting paid you know if the accounting payroll system drop down who, who is responsible the ceo again no i don't have necessarily although i have to do it i don't have the passion for doing all of that mm -hmm. thing i want <clears> to focus <throat> on certain areas of the business as the business grows which is why time. you assume the managing director role not necessarily kind of that's the same thing in a sense Fancy but but no, what I mean is, so you have to kind of do everything now, yeah. but as the company grows, you know, you want to hire the right people and delegate so that people are now so having to So which side role. of the, the link would you hang on to then? Me personally? Yeah. The, more on the, on the product service development, oh, conceptualization okay. side okay. of the because, business. You know, we spoke about our little 
how we met in terms of um, at that right. event. And I realized that you you hung on to the convenience aspect of, of my business model. Right. I realized that you love to make things easy for people. Right. That service that you provide on both ends. Right. Real that don't have to be posting out as necessarily waiting for random person to call. The person's right. ready, already approved, Correct. waiting to buy. Right. right. I have the, I have just received a loan and now I'm ready to purchase. Right. That service is just full circle. Right. So that is the area that I'm more passionate or focused on. Mm. In other words, I have a team internally that helps me with the accounting side of things, the operational side of things. But although you're still very much vested in that side of yes. things, I'll tell you one of the, the, the parts about my business I hate the most is the HR side of things. I'm not interested in outing fires and you're going to have to do it, you know, you know, that kind of way, but that's not where my So you prefer lies. to work on the business instead of that in the business. Oh, absolutely. Any day, right? That is why my thing is um, more, you know, doing things like a podcast, you know, when person said to me, Jay, go and stand up in front of a stage of a thousand people to market your business. Really? Ask me. Yeah. Ask me. Or, or for example, like if you said to me, uh, come up with a new idea, um, I will literally sit behind the computer for days on end. Um, obviously not without taking a break. Yeah. But developing the concept or coming up with the ideas. And, and I realized that if you really want to be successful in business, you have to execute. Agreed. Do not hesitate at all. Agreed. You know, and that's why you're always constantly working. You know, that kind of way. More on the, 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 the internal part of the business, that part you have to kind of put in place and constantly upgrade, but hire the right people. How, how did, we, didn't, we never spoke about this. How did the link to Lenders idea come about? What, how, what was the brain, what was the, the, the reference point for right. the idea? Okay, mm -hmm. right. So that's, that's an interesting, interesting, yes. interesting question. So <laughs> yeah. that, that brings you back to a little bit more about my personal history now. Mm -hmm. So what had happened was, and I'll share it with you guys since you want to get an yeah, inside man. part mm -hmm. on, on me. Um, the truth is, is in 2016, when we did the merger with my chemical company at the time, I was actually going through a divorce at the time. Mm -hmm. Well, a separation first and then a divorce between 2017 and 2018. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I will share with, with everybody who is watching. So what had happened was, as you know, I was married at the time. I had my, my daughter, my oldest child, and uh, the marriage wasn't working out at the time. And my ex-wife, no ex-wife at the time, um, decided that she wanted to, because we all went to school in Canada, she wanted to move back to Canada. And I didn't want to move because I was so involved in business and yeah, everything in Jamaica. Yeah. She actually, at that point, kind of gave me an ultimatum at the time and said to me, well, um, we're leaving. So is that it? You come or you go. And, you know, men, we have this, this ego thing that um, will, will kill a lot of us uh, <laughs> eventually mm. where we're not going, you know, especially if it's coming from a woman. You know, and I hate to say this, and, I, and I'm not trying to sound bad ladies who, is, who are listening, but <laughs> men, we have this thing where now, if she tell me to do it, me not doing it, uh, right? And she, she left. Now, at the time she was leaving, right? It, it was us kind of moving on, in other words, and I am very supportive in that way. Um, and she decided to move back to Canada. I did not move back at the time, but I miss my daughter so much that I never forget one day, actually hanging out clothes on the line at my house um, around the back. And I, I, and, I, and I speak, I'm not a Christian by any means, but I speak of God a lot. And I remember, never forget it the day, um, asking God, I said, God, if you want me to stay in Jamaica, let me stay, but I really want to go on to be with my daughter in Canada mm -hmm. at the time. And I want to tell you, I think that was like the August of 2017. Don't quote me on the time frame, but as usual, like even now I go back and forth a lot and I left to visit for like two weeks in September of 20, 
so it's 2017 at the mm-hmm. time and you know i applied for a couple of jobs because i sold the business at the time to be up there and i got declined for for all of the interviews that i did except for one and this is how you know god is real if you guys don't believe in god that's fine right um except for one and i was just going up there for uh just to visit again like one of my usual two-week visits and i got this phone call from this company and i'll tell you the office for the company was like from here to let's say here to mandeville right and i never had a car at the time because i was just back up and forth <laughs> back and forth um going on the highway is about 45 minutes and that one phone call and something said to me jay just just take the subway mm-hmm. go under the interview and it was with a financial technology company that was a part of our of a car dealership called auto solutions canada mm-hmm. and um remember i just went up for a visit that's all it was mm-hmm. i never had my clothes no no yeah. right and um God is so good. I ended up getting the job on the spot. The guy, the CEO who interviewed me at the time said to me, all right, you know, I like you. And in Canada, they're all about diversification. That diver- what? Diverse- diversification. Diverse. Or, or, or bringing other people of other eth- ethnicities into the into mm-hmm. the into the fray of things, you know that kind of way. And then I, I'm an anomaly in, in somewhere like Canada because I sound Jamaican. But I look Mexican, but I'm actually <laughs> half Chinese. My father half black, half white. So and then it, it was like like you know like an anomaly. So I, I got the job at the time, and I actually did not come back to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Half of my clothes and everything was still left here in Jamaica. Um, at that point, I'll share with you. I was still trying to fix the marriage, trying to save things. But uh, you guys, I'll share with you as young men when women make up their mind to yeah. move on. Yeah, I see it. Them gone, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, long and short, that's that's what that was. Um, I decided to stay so that I would be there with my daughter. Because again, up to this day, she's the most important thing on the planet to me. Um, so when um, I stayed up there after a while. And I'll share with you guys a deeper story to, you know, it is, for example, so funny. It's almost like God tests you sometimes to see how serious you are about certain things. Um, I remembered moving back up there, getting what is called a basement apartment at the time in Canada. So people in Canada convert their basements into apartments. Mm. I had a friend who had a room in the apartment and I had the other room. At the time, I didn't even have a bed. So I actually slept on the floor for a, a number of months, a couple months, um, till you know you start working and build up back. Cause when I when when my divorce happened, I basically gave everything over to my ex-wife to make sure that she and my daughter were comfortable. And as a man, I'd encourage you, sleep on the floor. In other words, don't ever let your family suffer because of your ego, then in other words. So the long and short of it is over time got this job sleeping on the floor in Canada is cold. Um, and I remember listening to Steve Harvey one day uh, on one of his clips saying, if you if you wake up in the morning, if you can open your eyes, even if the place is dark, God is not finished with it yet. And best believe me, every single day waking up in minus 20 degrees on the floor, and trust me, it's cold, right? Every day I open my eyes, all I, all I could hear Steve Harvey saying, or, or not Steve Harvey, I can hear him saying, if you open your eyes, God not done with you. And there's something inside of me that said, move. And every day I wake up, I just move. Buy a little old car, move. And I just kept going and going and going till I started to build myself back up in Canada. You know, the job was doing well, that type of thing. And then one one year, about a year later, my mom came and visited me in Canada. And I was showing her the technology that supported the business that I was working in, the same mm-hmm. fintech company. Mm-hmm. And then she said to me, Jay, but don't you think this is a, such a good idea for Jamaica? No, it's on the car side. 
where persons in Canada would do one application and then the various banks, Scotia Bank, CIBC, would then bid on the client's application mm. for the car loan then. And then the client picks which mm. car loan um, yeah. best suits them. And yeah. then because they own the dealership, it's the largest dealership in Ontario, right. they were able to match the seller, the buyer, who got approved for the car loan now with, with one of the branches at the car dealership. Mm. So I started to think to myself, and then years before when I was in my twenties, I had an idea like a lending tree in the US where yeah. you would link um, borrowers and and, um, and banks together. And it's almost like, you know, guys, I'll teach you something in life. Be patient with life, in other words. I know as young people, you want everything to happen right away. Mm. Believe you me, I take my stupid advice. Keep working at it, but just be patient because it will happen for you, right? It's everybody's time is different. Um, and anyway, I decided, you know, this is such a good idea and it ties in back to what I was thinking about 15 years before. And it just so happened that, you know, I started to do the research on the, the technology and the software. It's very basic stuff, you know, it's not rocket science. If a dummy like me can do it, anybody can do it, <laughs> right? And then I, I, I made a contact with one of my good friends who lived in Canada at the time, who is in the technology space, a guy named Hans, who is actually one of my directors today. Nice. And said to him, Hans, what do you think about this idea for Jamaica? I said, it's a good idea. I said, can we come up with some money to then approach an, an Indian developer? And that's who we went to first. Went to an Indian developer. Uh, I know I'm talking enough. No, 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 no. The reason why I shake, the reason why I shake my head, you know, is because I've had a bad experience. Yeah, he can We've had bad experiences, but but continue. With developers outside of Jamaica. With specifically, this is not this is not in no way, shape, or form discrimination. Right. But we've had issues with Indian developers. Okay. Right? Okay. But okay. Go ahead. But anyway, um, <laughs> um, so we engaged a couple of them. We looked at what they call off the shelf. Right. Um, products, mm -hmm. which you guys would understand. Mm -hmm. And I will kind of picked one at white first, label. A, like a white label mm -hmm. thing. And you know, we kind of move from there. And mm -hmm. then now we had a white label product to come back to Jamaica with, to mm -hmm. show as, as evidence. Now, because I had experience in the financial industry and knowing the right people, and my parents were in the industry and so on. What I started to do was, and Grace Kennedy is a great springboard for young people to get into business. Um, is that all of my contacts that I had in the financial world before I started to reach out to and I came back to Jamaica on a trip and I crammed in that week meeting with all of the banks that I could find and get in touch with or get in front of which happened to be all of the banks actually <laughs> um, at the time um, except 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 one um, who didn't want to pay me any mind but anyway um, and I presented to them and we all you know, I decided that I had to give, give up working in Canada again to move back, to leave mm. my daughter, to come back to Jamaica, which I am. Um, was a painful moment. Oh, you don't have any clue what painful feels like. You know, I, I, will, I will, I would not encourage anybody ever to leave your child behind. It is, it is maybe, the, sorry, it's maybe the most painful thing any human being can ever do. Don't ever do it. Don't, if I tell you, don't ever be like me in that respect. You know, that kind of way. Uh, but, in other words, it is something, you know, we talk about that immovable force before. Yeah. You say when God has a purpose for you or something, um, I, I can't speak for anybody else or, or I can't speak for, for a woman necessarily, but for as a man, when you when you find your purpose or your passion in life, there's n literally nothing that will stop you from doing what you were supposed to do. In other words, it's almost like asking Michael Jordan to do some other than play basketball. That is what he was put on this earth to do. Right now, it's hard because I don't get to see my daughter every day. Well, thank God for technology. I can still speak Please to her every day. I'm so grateful for that. 
But the thing is, I realized that this is what I was sent on this earth to do. You know, like kind of, and if 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 the ones I love have to kind of sacrifice and have to sacrifice a little bit mm. for it to to change the trajectory of your family for the rest of your life, I think it is something that you should do. You know, like kind of way. Um, you know, to, you know, even if it's for a small sacrifice, and that is why I made the point earlier, and I'm dead serious about the point that it, not that if it don't work, but that I'd rather die than not do what I'm doing. Right, because not just for me, you know, and it's not just about becoming successful or being rich or whatever it is. Um, it is really trying to change the trajectory of your family's life. Think about how hard your family, your grandparents, or your parents have worked um, before you. You know, that kind of way. You have now the, ch- the chance now to change your life's, your child's life for the rest of his or her life. So what's a, what? What know? if? What if the same persons you're working for don't necessarily see it that way? As in, as in, don't see, don't the see. People are working with me, you mean? No man, Staff? No man. The, the persons that, your loved ones, yeah, right. your daughter, whichever your family, whatever the case is. Yeah. Was there a point where you were building linked to lenders and, you know, they didn't necessarily see the vision because they don't have on your lens, right? So, so they, nece- they didn't necessarily see what right. you were building and they were kind of opposed to it. But you knew within yourself that this is what was going to produce that sort of right. So, so, so for me, luckily enough, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the thing is, I think if people realize, whether family or friends, realize that you're passionate enough about something, they will bless you then, so to speak, and tell you to move on. It, not move on, sorry, but to go ahead and do it, in other words. You know, well, my daughter was still young at the time. She's still a child, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time so she wouldn't necessarily have a say in it um, I think it was harder for me than it was for her at the time but you know it is just something that I had to do you know my, my parents at the time when my father is passed now but my mom realized that it's something that you know I was passionate about and I want to come to do and I, you know I've lived outside of Jamaica twice in my life and I've come back to Jamaica and that's another thing I want to encourage young people to do do not let anybody fool you Jamaica is the land of opportunity I don't care what anybody wants to say. I'm not saying there's not opportunity in other places, mm. but there are technologies, uh, technology, sorry, services, stuff like that, that, that do not exist in Jamaica. And in, and in the Caribbean, for example, that we can bring back here and change the game or change the landscape as we are trying to do. Now, you know, that kind of way. So, and I'm not saying you, you mustn't live in America or Canada, but if you think about what you're doing, there may be 10,000 other people trying to do the same thing yeah. as you, while there's only one of you in Jamaica. You know True. what I kind of mean? And don't ever think for a second that you cannot become wealthy living in somewhere like Jamaica. I know a ton of wealthy people <laughs> in Jamaica. All right, so a lot of information here yeah, to digest. Um, and particularly, the last thing that you said, um, Jason, is, was one of the reasons that, um, you know, speaking to one of my friends, as I, I had with Chris um, on the last episode. I told you all the story about one of my friends that, you know, I thought that, you know, he would have stayed here, right? But based on how things are going, you know, he was like, yo, bro, I'm just gonna leave. And I told him that, listen, bro, um, I'm born and raised in Jamaica, right? Every day people complain about the things that are wrong with the place and have no solutions to fix the place, right? It doesn't, it's, so if you want a better life for yourself, you go ahead and you do that, right. you understand? But I think that this is, of course, my goal, selfish goal. I would like to stay here. I would like to to contribute to Jamaica net positively, right? right? So when I look back at my life mm-hmm. and 
other people look back on my life and its effect on Jamaica, they can say, Bayan, you did well. Right. Right. And of course, I encourage other people, you know, like Kamari was his business to do the same, right? right? To, to kind of embrace Jamaica and say, listen, nobody else is coming here to fix it. Regardless mm -hmm. of how much money, loan money we get from the IMF mm -hmm. or China, bill up how much, how much, are, how much bridge, mm -hmm. you know We have to take the initiative right. as the next generation to right. build the to build the island, <laughs> right. to actually be that base, that foundation for the generations below us. So what's up guys? Yeah, we're sorry for cutting the episode, but we have a new sponsor and they shared all their product with us and I think it would be best and right for us to share it with you. So Magic Mind is the world's first productivity drink. So of course we take our coffee, we take our energy drinks and sometimes we overconsume on those products. But I think Magic Mind is a more organic way to achieve the same result. So they said to us, hey guys, listen, it's just your audience. We guarantee that they're going to love this. So I said, all right, no problem. Let's do this. So my personal experience with Magic Mind, um, one ingredient in particular that I'm very fond of is the, is the Bacopa Maneri. I've, I've been having some short-term memory issues of late. And I think... After taking Magic Mind, it has extensively helped me to retain more in a shorter period of time. I know that you guys experience other things like stress, you know, high workload, sleep imbalance. I really think that Magic Mind can help you with that. So if you're willing to give it a try, we have a link in our description, right? That can give you 40% off your first subscription and 20% off your first one-time purchase. So check it out if you have any questions just ask us all right back to the episode so winding down now jason um we would love we'd love to hear um more about link to lenders real estate hub um on kalila reynolds i mean kalila reynolds show referenced it so much because that was really the, the interview that exposed me to mm -hmm. what you were doing mm -hmm. right um Question, a lot of questions that came in um, was about listing, secondary mm -hmm. market. Mm -hmm. um, you said that you might have plans to go there, um, was it three to five years now or something like that? Was right. It? right. Um, but in terms of the plans from here to then, mm -hmm. what would you like to see within the company itself for you to be, com for you to be c comfortable and confident to list? Right. So the truth is, is just like we come back to, mm -hmm. there's a term in business, you can't manage what you can't measure, right? So, you know, people get excited a lot when they talk about things like going public. <laughs> going public isn't a joke. It's not just, oh, I start a little business and you go public, mm -hmm. right? There are certain metrics in your business that you have to hit on first um, before you can, just like any, going to any investor that you have to kind of meet targets first. Right put processes in place, have a board, have a working board, um, have committees then, in other words. Mm -hmm. So so for me, before even getting to like go public, and I know people like to talk about it, you know, I want to have a, a, a well-oiled functioning wheel 
or machine then in other words where and, and i don't like to use this term but if jason there dies tomorrow morning that the, the machine still is working, working and churning if you understand what i mean by that and that is where i get back to the point about this whole thing about being the ceo um the term is great but like you know steve jobs is dead but apple is still the richest company in the world you know so you have to kind of put that in place and i refer back to that same gentleman i spoke to earlier about glenn glenn christian mm -hmm. who owns caramed i remember the first time i met him he says to me as a young man and as a businessman have have what is called a professional management structure in place Mm -hmm. Right, and it, he was talking to me as something about some fam what some family member did, did done in the business at the time, and even though the, the family member was related to him, mm -hmm. right, and he is the owner and the chairman of the board, you know, you you couldn't just get away with it, so um, because you knew me. In other words, there was a structure to it. Right. Below me, there's an HR manager. Yeah. There was a CEO. Right. There, you know, so you put that thing in place, then you know, before you even start talking about going public, if if, if, if what you're asking. Definitely, you know, definitely. And so it's meeting certain targets. So and and you said the well-oiled a well-oiled machine. Um, how do you focus? What's the company culture like at LinkedIn? So oh. is, is it a case where yeah, um, you have a lot of remote staff? Is it that you have people? Internally, I'd come to the office to kind of build right. an interpersonal relationship. Yes. How, how is that dynamic? Yeah. That dynamic? So it's a mix. Mm -hmm. So with what I kind of mentioned with the real estate hub before, so we have independent persons who work with us. They yeah. are not on staff or on salary. They are affiliated. Um, but we also have a network of internal staff members, team yeah, members that right. we work with, mm -hmm. and also agents that work remotely, but go back and forth between working from home nowadays and working coming into the office and sometimes. coming into the office as well. Mm -hmm. We have a very um, family-like oriented feel within mm -hmm. my organization. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, and again, this is where I don't know if maybe I give myself a lower grade on this in terms of being a, what I call a great leader. I think of a great leader as somebody who is stern and serious and, and disciplined and that type of stuff. I don't necessarily see myself that way. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of, I'm more easygoing. You know, I'm the type of guy that... Um, you like to connect with your... Yes, your I prefer, I mean, in other words, versus being the stern, strict, mm -hmm. bossy... And by the way, that's another word I hate, the word boss. boss. I absolutely hate the word boss. You know, that kind of way. Um, I, I, when I hear my team members say, oh, my boss... I always say, no, just, just say my director or something like that. I hate the word boss, mm -hmm. right? Um, in other words, I prefer to connect with you or, or my team that way mm -hmm. than in other words, you know, that kind of way. No, where I am different is um, I, I'm, I'm the type of person because I'm soft, right? So I will give many chances, but for me, there comes a point where just, just like an ex-wife, <laughs> where once that's it for me, that's it, mm -hmm. right? You, you can be my best friend, you can be my mother, you can be my picnic, I don't care who you are. In other words, if, for, just like I mentioned to you about Adan Webby yeah, before, right, yeah. I don't care how much I know you and love you on a personal level, if you're not adding value to my business, I don't need you in the business. That's just a fact, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of, and I know it sounds harsh, but it's, it's just something that it's you reality. have to do. Yeah, it's reality. Right? It's you, you're going to work 20 years to build your business the way it is and have your son come in and ruin your business. It's not going to happen. You know, that kind of, and that is why it's important that you have that professional management structure in place. Mm. Um, and it does take a lot of time and a lot of work, but um, it's just something that you have to do. And everybody has their own approach or style at doing things. And that is why I said to you, I don't mind removing myself from this quote unquote CEO role, right? Because if I have to hire somebody who is a toughie, 
for example, like my mom, who is one of my directors, and she's nice too, right? Or have somebody in that role who is a tough person. I would prefer to put that person in that role. Right. You know, that kind of way. All right. So winding, and this is the last question we're going to ask, you know, the, the real estate industry. Um, right now, when I drive around Kingston, I see buildings left, right and center. Right. Right. There's no more space to put any more buildings in Kingston, but, but somehow some developers find fine space. Right. Right. right? Oh, there's more coming to us. So I, I, I definitely know that. Definitely know that. Yeah. But that's also driving the price and demand, right. you know, real estate around the area up as mm -hmm. well. So you find more people going right. out right. of town. Right. So is that case, especially for, for link to lenders, um, would it be, would it be something that link to lenders would be looking into as it relates to development and then mm -hmm. using that property, using those development properties mm -hmm. to then make housing or provide more affordable options of housing right. in probably the outskirts mm -hmm. because you know you have, you have the highway going to mandible now right st thomas is becoming um a, right. a hub so using the platform that you already mm -hmm. have right. using the development and connecting the the, the, the development mm -hmm. the buyers and link to lenders right. and creating almost um, not, not necessarily an, an ecosystem. An ecosystem. Oh, one complete ecosystem. Right, right, right. So you have the affordable housing, you right. have linked to lenders, and you have mm -hmm. the buyers coming right. up. You know, the young people right now probably making $100,000 mm -hmm. might not be able to qualify for a $30 million house or whatever right, it right. is. So linked to lender would be coming in and developing a property, right. $16 million, $12 mm -hmm. million, whatever. Right. Coming through link to lenders, right. buying properties, that's something that you do. Right, yes. Yeah. So the answer to the question, yes. So actually we've started to work on that. Um, and just to be clear too, because again, uh, when you're dealing with regulators, you have to be very clear. Very clear, clear right. Yeah. So just to be very clear, we are in the planning stage. We've done a, a number of the initial steps in terms of uh, doing a development in a place called Bellevue Heights in St. Catherine, which is on the outskirts of like a Spanish town, right, for example. Right. It's a very nice area near to um, where, where, where I don't know if you guys know, like Green Acres. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, those yeah. areas are lovely areas. Um, a lot of nice uh, returning residents, you know, people live up that area there. Kitson Town, very nice area. Um, and we're hoping to price the, the, the projects around um, anywhere between, say, 18 to maybe about 22, 24. Right. Mm. Um, and, and, and that was with the intention of really, as you were saying, to helping persons of a certain income bracket, in other words, you know, who can't necessarily, I don't think I can afford it myself, these half a million, 800,000 <laughs> properties in Kingston, and they're nice and all that stuff. But yeah, the right. truth is, is that, you know, you really have to um, provide for that need. Yeah. And as you can see, the government in Jamaica is also pushing, right, and pushing and, and getting NHT on board now to mm -hmm. provide more lower income housing so what income persons. what income range would be like can you estimate what income range so that income range no here's one of the beautiful things now because the government recently um changed the rule where you now three persons in a family can have, have use nht and buy a house mm. that's six and a half million each that works out to what six years eight that's 18, 19 and a half million dollars using nht alone now that would fall right within the line and if if my memory serves me correctly if you were to just go with NHT, the three loans alone, um, a $19.5 million mortgage would run you about $90,000 a month, which actually isn't that bad, right? The challenge is that $19 million not going by something in Kingston 6 or Kingston 8, where a lot of people want to live. Nope. 
But the truth is, is that because of the highway and you can provide affordable housing just a little bit outside of Kingston, young people now can afford to buy a house. Oh, you know, yeah. that kind you of to get that start where you buy the house and have and rent it out. Correct. And Correct. use that to fund right. your actual house, right. your dream house. No, just to be clear as well, mm. you, you, you're not allowed to use NHT's funding oh. to buy a house to rent out. I'm just using NHT as an example. But was, if you get a mortgage from a bank, yeah, if mm. you get a mortgage from a bank, and is your host you you absolutely can, you, can, can rent it can you repeat that piece about nhd you know okay no so as far as i'm aware based on well previous laws mm, or yeah. regulations then in other words you're not really supposed or you're not supposed to borrow money from nhd to buy an investment property because oh. nhd's contributions are not for your investment it's oh. for people to own a house to wow. live in to, to to reside in mm. you know that kind of way so i know i'm sure people do it but at the same time, if you if if you get caught, you maybe it's good information get in to trouble. know. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's yeah. right. Mm. It's it's something that you shouldn't do because it was provided um, by by you know it was NHC was a brainchild of the late Michael Manley, I think in the nineteen seventies to provide income um, or, or housing for 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 low income persons. You know that kind of. I'm gonna say low income, even young people. Then, in other words, mm. um, so it is not with the intention of buying house to. Rent, you know, rent up and make money necessarily. Nice. Yeah. I mean, you do have construction loans from them and that type of stuff, but not the rate uh, standalone um, facility. This is a wealth of information here from this episode. Um, definitely, people go and utilize LinkedIn, the real estate hub, JA. Um, extremely, extremely um, powerful platform, especially for the diaspora, because there are people. You know, abroad wanting to access oh, absolutely wanting to access property in Jamaica, right. and just don't have the means to actually to get, do it. Right? They don't even have a clue where to start. Even my own director, Hans, he lives in Canada. He's lived for over twenty years. He's like, if I came back to Jamaica, I wouldn't even have the slightest clue where to start. Where to start, right? You know, and he still has ties to Jamaica, but he just don't know. Right. So mm. this is where it simplifies the process. And just the last point is to talk about the real estate. Now, mm. for example, like in the city of Toronto, where I live as well. The average price of a house in Toronto, two bedroom house is a million Canadian dollars. It's about eight to 900,000 Canadian, right? Which is about a hundred million Jamaican, right? But you can get a, a bigger house <laughs> in Jamaica. No, and that is why, that is why persons who live abroad see Jamaica. And as I said before, as opportunity, because to you and I in Jamaica, a $300,000 US house, which is 45 million Jamaican oh, is no, a lot. No, no, no. Mm. Right, but to them who is buying million dollar house, three hundred thousand dollar house is nothing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they qualify easily, and that's why you see on the north coast a lot of um, these developments mm, happening too. Mm, mm. You know, I have one actually good person of mine who went to judge with me. He's uh, actually on his third house now in Jamaica. Um, you know, investing um, as a as a country home, him doing Airbnb mm, and that type of stuff. Nice, this. nice. Yeah. You know, so there is opportunity for for you know for people, people especially in the diaspora people utilize utilize this resource jason is here jason can you tell people how they can get in contact with LinkedIn lenders right. or even the real estate hub right so primarily i mean again being technology based um we um we we, we, we well really encourage persons to apply through our website um at first um so, so they can get a feel as to what we're doing as well um the two websites are um linktolenders.com is the first one and for real estate hub is realestatehubja.com um 
the other easiest way. And I like being, and I'm not really a technology person, right? Like you bring in the right people. We, 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 we centralize everything so that we don't miss anything. So for example, right. like if you're applying, there's an email, a centralized email that we use called applications at linkedlenders.com where the person, if you apply, you send in your contact information, everybody on the team in-house sees the application. Right. So if Jason is at a podcast, Marsha will see it. Mm. If Marsha is at a meeting, Alison will see it. Mm. If Alison is somewhere, Susan will see it. Right. Because what I don't want and what we fall down on in Jamaica is service. <laughs> Jamaica is the worst at service and I will knock us for that. We mm. are absolutely the worst at service. And I think that if you look at a Jeff Bezos model with Amazon, customer service. it's customer service. The mm. customer has to come first. Guys, and we're not perfect at it either at LinkedIn Lenders. Let me tell you, we, I get cost for it all the time. But as as I think I said to you earlier about with, with, with the coach at George's, um, you know, I think as the CEO, the, the buck really stops with you and you need to be accountable and responsible um, for any downfall that happens, you know. Any Instagram pages, any social media pages? Oh, yeah, man. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> so, so social media, it's um, LinkedIn Lenders JA is on Instagram. And for the real estate hub, it's real estate hub, J.A. Nice. Um, for, for those two. Um, All right. Um, thank you very much, Jason. This was an extremely informative episode. Um, usually we do this thing uh, on the podcast where we'll let the, the guests leave a little motivational message for listeners actually listening some are entrepreneurs, some are young professionals wanting to progress in their careers, mm -hmm. some going through probably a tough phase or a tough time and want that extra bit um, of push. Right. Right. Yeah. From somebody who's right now doing it young. Right. right Relatively young. Yeah. <laughs> in, in the business. Right. Right. So, what would you say and what motivation so, would you give to So, the people? first thing I will say to you guys, as anybody, I don't care. Colonel Sanders started KFC at 66 years old, right? I don't care what age you are. Listen, if you're, if, if, everybody on this earth has a purpose. I promise you, you have a purpose. What we need to do, the first thing is you need to, to drown out all the noise. Put on your phone, come off of YouTube, mm. Netflix, all of that foolishness, and listen to your instinct, because God is speaking to you internally about, you know, what you're doing right now may be bringing you a lot of money, but you're not fulfilled doing it. And that kind of is where I ended up at First Global, being a stockbroker at the time. You're doing it for 10 years. You're not fulfilled doing it anymore, because you know you have a greater purpose. Right. So that's the first thing, get out of the noise, focus. Um, the second thing I always say to people is that um, the dream is free. I stole that from somebody else. I can't remember where I hear it from. But in other words, when you go to bed at night and you dream or you're sitting out, you and I were saying it earlier before we started about liking your own space. I, I've, I've enjoyed nothing more than my own time or my own space. You know, that kind of way. I don't need anything exterior to, to make me happy anymore. Uh, so the dream is free. So you know instinctively what you're put here to do. Take the time to to dream about certain things, um, and that's the and that's the next step. No, the truth is that nothing can happen without execution. Uh, I heard I learned this from Michael Leach in the first time. He says success is I think one percent idea and ninety nine percent execution. And I found that most people who fail in life fail the path and execution. I have a number of friends, uh, and I won't call any names who have had brilliant ideas, brilliant ideas, but none of them 10, 20 years later have come off because they are afraid to execute. 
right? It's one thing. By the way, on my tombstone when I dead, you're going to have in quotes execution. And I hope people don't think I get executed. <laughs> but but in other words, my thing is to execute. And guess what? You 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 move along. You learn from your mistakes and you tweak and you go along. You know that kind of way. So you have to execute. So those are my three things. You know, figure out what your purpose in life is. Dream and then execute. You know. So that is the message I would leave Quality. you guys. Salim. Yeah, man. Thank you Thank very much. Thank you very much, yeah, guys. Take everything he says into practice. Use LinkedIn lenders. This is a perfect platform for young people. It doesn't, you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You can have a nine to five, invest in some investment properties, using LinkedIn lenders and real estate, real estate hub to facilitate that dream, right? Fulfill that. So guys, guys, without further ado, this is the end, not the end of the podcast, not the end of our lives, right? <laughs> but the end of the show. Thank you very much, Jason. Yeah, Come on. As as usual, big ups. Next week, people. Peace.